Welcome to the Prayers of Rest podcast. I'm your host, Ashrita Chuchu, and this season we're praying through hard emotions like anger, guilt, envy, loneliness, sorrow, you know, all those emotions we don't really want to admit that we're feeling, but that are always there beneath the surface. Every Monday morning, starting next week, you'll find a guided prayer session right here in your podcast feed, and I'll walk you through a psalm that addresses that emotion and and then guide you through the R-E-S-T, the rest prayer prompts, to help you find rest in God's loving presence. If you're new to praying the rest way, don't worry, I'll walk you each step of the way. All you need is 10 minutes and an open heart, and God will meet you here. Also new this season, we'll have bonus interview episodes each Thursday that correspond to that week's hard emotion. You'll be hearing from people who are willing to be honest with us about what it looks like to wrestle with anxiety and disappointment, with temptation and annoyance, and how God revealed himself to be faithful and good and true and personal (laughs) right there in the middle of those hard emotions, and also how God led them into growth and transformation. But to kick off our season of praying through hard emotions, we're switching seats today, and I'm actually the one being interviewed by my friend Janelle Nevels. Janelle is the co-host of the Brian and Janelle Morning Show on WCRF Moody Radio Cleveland, which is my local Moody radio station. And she invited me to share with our listeners why we chose to focus on hard emotions this fall season on the podcast. Hello, Asherina. Good morning. Hey, love to have you on. I love the your content and today in particular. This can resonate with a lot of people. I know it does with me. Why is it that you think we struggle with this, with being honest with God? Yeah. I mean, speaking from personal experience, but also conversations that I've had just recently these last few months, I think it's, it's two parts. One is that for those of us who grew up in Christian circles, there is a sense of, well, that's not what good Christian people do. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Right? Like, we've been given so much. There's so much we ought to be grateful for. We have the joy of Jesus. And and so there's no room in in our imagination for... that the place of honesty about the hard emotions that come with being human. Um, and because there's that discomfort and that tension, it's easier to just ignore it or to pretend I don't really feel that way um, and, and just move on and push past those emotions oh, yeah. than to really be honest with it. I think the second reason that I've really kind of become aware of these last few weeks about myself is that we might have a fear about who God is, um, that that when we react in these hard ways with other people, with our parents when we were children oh, or yeah. spouse or friends, when we are honest about disappointment or envy or being judgmental, mm-hmm. we receive a negative reaction oftentimes from yeah. them. And it's easy to impose that on God and say, well, when if I dare to to tell him about these things, then he's going to shut me out. He's going to put up his arm and and stiff arm me. He's not going to want to talk 
to me. And so we impose those human interactions on God, and I think we suffer for it. Yeah, yeah. Let me backtrack a little bit. Did you learn this, or like, was there a time where you, you struggled yourself with being honest with your real emotions with God? Yeah. Well, um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Throughout, I, I would say up until probably the last five years, um, I would not have been a very emotional person. I don't, I, I, I'm not very touchy feely yeah. or tend to naturally be in tune with my emotions. Mm -hmm. I, I tend to live in my head in facts, in the quantifiable yes. world. Mm -hmm. Uh, just tell me what is real and what I can pull out my measuring yardstick yeah. and, and mm -hmm. measure. Um, feelings just make me a bit uncomfortable because yeah. uh, they're so hard to kind of wrap your mind around. Um, but it, it's been the last five years or so of um, having, walking through some difficulty in, in my immediate family and um, just becoming honest about the soul landscape that I had ignored. Um, some wounds from childhood with trusted Christian counselors yeah. who are willing to say, God wants to walk through this with you. God wants to hear your whole experience because he's the only one who can offer healing and grace and lead you out of that place where you feel stuck. Yeah. Um, that those feelings of comparison, for example, if, if we're not honest with God, they can turn into envy and then into bitterness. Mm. Same thing with anger. Anger itself is not a sin. <laughs> yeah. We are told in scripture, it's okay to be angry. You can talk to God about it. Just don't sin in your anger. But when we stuff down anger and, and we don't address it, it comes out sideways. It can turn into hard hearts uh, that refuse to love because hurt has not been addressed. Um, so that's, that's what gets me excited about this. Something that feels like we need to deal with it on our own or we need to ignore it. Actually, envy, anger, disappointment, jealousy, feeling judgmental, all these things in the hands of Jesus become an invitation to experience his peace, his healing, and his rest. When you talk about uh, one, of, one of the reasons, you mentioned two. One of the reasons we struggle is because good Christians don't do that and also the fear of who God is. Can you unpack that a little bit because we want to fear God. He's sovereign God. And so even I, who, had, who did come from an emotional family, have, uh, maybe I'm lacking also with, with the other side of God. Like how can we respect him and fear him and still be honest and say, no, I'm like angry at you. That even sounds hard to say. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, first, let, let's just start with what we have in Scripture. Um, and a few examples I pulled out. These are all from the Psalms. And I found the Psalms so helpful yes. in, in praying through emotions because they cover the whole gamut. In fact, I just recently worked through 50 human emotions and paired them with Psalms that gave me language to process. Like oh, if, yeah. if David could be honest yes, about this yes. and Jesus used the Psalms, as we'll see in a minute, then they're good enough for us too. And here are just uh, a few that I pulled out. How long, Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? That's Psalm 13. 
Hear my prayer, Lord. Let my cry for help come to you. Do not hide your face from me when I am in distress. Turn your ear to me. When I call, answer me quickly. That's in Psalm 102. Mm. In Psalm 31, my life is consumed by anguish and my years by groaning. My strength fails because of my affliction. That's Psalm 31. And one that will be familiar to many of us from Psalm 22. Mm -hmm. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Why are you so far from my deliverance and from my words of groaning? My God, I cry by day, but you don't answer. By night, yet I have no rest. And those are the words that Jesus prayed on the cross, and yet they were originally written by David. David felt that too. And and he, even in those examples I read, there is respect toward God. There is a reverence toward him and acknowledging that God is sovereign. God does rule. God doesn't have to answer to us. And yet, even in an example with Job, he he comes down (laughs) to interact with Job in his suffering. Uh, and to graciously lead him and point him toward the, the overarching reality that he might not understand his suffering, but God is still great and he is still good. Mm. So I think it's possible to do both. But for me, the, the greater encouragement and, and really the challenge for me to change the way that I think about God in relation to these hard emotions is really studying the Gospels. Yeah. Because if Jesus is God-made flesh— Uh, The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. If Jesus reveals to us in human form what God's heart is for us, we see Jesus interacting with people not only in all like social strata, but in all situations of life. And we see His heart go out to them. His compassion is spoken about over and over again. And and one text I've been dwelling on lately— is when Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy burdened, yeah. and I will give you rest. Yes. My yoke is easy. My burden is light because I am gentle and lowly. Um, and so there, yeah. there's all of that. But I yeah. think the greatest text, and, and this is just this, I don't know, it, it's such a comfort to my heart, comes from the book of Hebrews, where it says that we can come boldly to the throne of grace because we have a high priest who can empathize with our weaknesses because he was tested and tried in every way, yet without sin. And so the whole range of human emotion, if we are to cling to the doctrine that Jesus is fully God and yet fully human, then Jesus experienced the full range of human emotion, yet without sin. Wow. And he talked to his father about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That it's is a, just so encouraging. Asherita, you pointed us to Psalms and also the Gospels and Hebrew in terms of understanding how is it, or changing the way we think about God. How then can we change the way we pray in a practical way? Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm all about getting practical here. Yeah. And so yeah. we're going to do it. <laughs> Um, this these last 18 months or so, I found it really helpful to think through an acronym um, that I came up with to help me process this. Yeah. And the acronym is REST, R-E-S-T. And so we're going to really briefly walk through each of those. Um, so let's take the emotion annoyed, for example. Okay. 
because in my own journey, the the very first emotion that I felt like I could put a label on was annoyed. And so everything annoyed me. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. just annoyed right now. <laughs> oh, yes. Especially um, last like, 18 months. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I couldn't give myself permission to use any other words yeah. to describe it. Just annoyed felt safe and okay. <laughs> um, and, and so I think the first step is that we turn to scripture to give us a language to process. And I've actually done this. I've mapped out 50 emotions with 50 different psalms, and so it's easy to turn to and pray through, and we can talk about that um, toward the end. But for annoyed, here's Psalm 139, verse 21. Lord, don't I hate those who hate you and detest those who rebel against you? Mm-hmm. Like, that makes me squirmy oh, yeah. even to read that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yes. oh, <laughs> we can say that? Right, right. <laughs> um, but but based on scripture, we, we look at what scripture says and the R in the rest prayer f- format is to recite God's goodness. Oh, yeah. What is true about God? Can I start there? And so uh, I can start with God. You know me. You know my heart right now. You know everything. You know that person that is annoying me right now mm-hmm. and you created them and you are God over all. And, and so right now I can just, I can thank you that you are good, even when I'm annoyed, hmm. uh, and, and that there's enough love in you for the both of us, <laughs> yes. for me and for that person. And just that already helps humble me, mm-hmm. say, wow, like, thank you for that, God. Yeah. So the R is reciting in that moment what is true about God. The E is express your need. What do you need in that moment? And so something that I might pray is, you know, God, I'll be honest with you. I get annoyed with people. I get annoyed with all kinds of people mm-hmm. from corrupt politicians mm-hmm. to slow grocery clerks, mm-hmm. unethical co-workers, kids, children, your kids, my kids, the driver in, <laughs> in traffic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. I, I mean, some days it, it's all I can do to keep from yelling yeah. at everyone, God, and and that saddens me. That's mm-hmm. not the person I want to be. Yeah. That's not revealing your love, shining your light. And so, God, I know that the real problem is not that person who's annoying me. The real problem is sin in my heart. Yeah. And so would you, through your spirit, reveal to me, where is their pride? Where is their entitlement? Where am I short-tempered? God, would you change my heart, mm-hmm. purify my heart, help me to have the love that you have for that person? God, would you pour it into my heart so that I can love my neighbor as well? And so notice how we are being honest with God, but we're also inviting him through his spirit to search our hearts and to change our hearts. Mm-hmm. And this is, I think, the beauty of being honest with God about the hard things is that it really becomes um, closing the gap. We can be close with God in in that hardship, and then he changes our hearts to be more like Jesus. Mm-hmm. But we're not done yet. So the R is recite God's goodness. The E is express your neediness. The S is seek his stillness. And this can be short. It can be just 20 seconds. Maybe take a few deep breaths. Um, um, quiet your mind and your heart. And then for annoyed, for example, you can just recall to mind the faces of those who've annoyed you over the last 24 hours, or if that's too many faces, just the last, you know, 24 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Bring their faces to mind. Can you see the image of God in them? Can you sense God's love toward them? Hmm. And just sit with that. Sit with God. 
in that and let God's spirit do a work in you. Mm-hmm. You know, prayer doesn't have to be a one-way conversation. In prayer, we can sit with God and let his spirit speak to us. And then the T in that rest prayer is trust his faithfulness. And so we might pray, God, uh, I, I know that your spirit penetrates my heart and it can discern even the trickiest annoyances mm-hmm. and what is righteous anger and what is just my pride. And so God, uh, continue to search my heart, test my thoughts, lead me in the way everlasting. And I trust you to continue doing this work in me. Every time I get annoyed today, God, I trust that you are going to work in my heart in that moment. And so I, I, I'm going to rest in you and I'm going to rejoice in you. So all of this can take less than a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yet it, it radically changes the way that we interact with God because we just, we just connected with him in the midst of this hard moment, but it also changes the way we love other people and we're getting more honest with ourselves about our own hearts. Yeah. And then Jesus is being shaped and formed in us. It's such a beautiful process. I love that so much. Uh, each, each thing that you shared was, was so enlightening. And here's a question that I, that I have that I've experienced where, you know, someone comes to me and they say, I'm so angry at God, and they begin to list these reasons why they're angry at God. How do I validate that for that person without... Um, I don't know, because sometimes it, it, it can be an odd emotion that's connected to that overall. So how do I validate mm-hmm. that for that person? Hmm. I think as as fellow image bearers, we're called to sit with people in their sorrow, mm-hmm. um, to listen to them. A lot of times when, when someone will say to me, I'm just so angry with God about this, it might be the first time they have put words yeah. to that emotion. And they just need to to vent, to have someone listen. And then it, I think as listeners, we can gently um, encourage them in that and, and say, you know what? You're right. We live in a broken world. Uh, sin still, still works and, and wreaks havoc in this world. And in fact, creation is groaning with you. This is not the way it should be. God created this world to be beautiful, to, to fellowship with us, and it's broken right now. But let me encourage you that Jesus came to set these things right. Yeah. And he started that work when he came the first time, and he's going to come back to finish it. And I think God wants to meet with you in this brokenness. Does that sound like something you want right now? That's so good. Oh, that's good. And actually, Rita, all of this is connected to a new season you're starting in your podcast. Can you tell us about yes. it? Yes. Yeah. So starting October 11th on the Prayers of Rest podcast, we will be praying through 10 hard emotions this fall season. So every Monday, I'm going to share a prayer that I wrote. Um, everything, like I said, from feeling annoyed to angry to judgmental and envious and guilty, um, those things that we find hard to put words to. Mm-hmm. We're going to pray scripture. We're going to remind ourselves and recite what's true about God. And, and I will walk listeners through that REST acronym. And then every Thursday, we have bonus interviews this fall where we get to hear stories of real people who are getting really honest 
about struggling with these hard emotions and hear how God met them in that place and how he brought them to a place of rest. So all of that is online, prayersofrest.com or wherever you subscribe to your podcasts. And also, if you want that collection of 50 prayers for every emotion, um, this is the first time I'm announcing this like live on air, but prayers of rest. Prayers of Rest is actually going to be a book. Oh, wow. Um, It is coming with Moody Publishers in January. It's 365 prompts to slow down and hear God's voice. And this collection of 50 emotions is just one part of that book. Oh, that's so good. So you heard her podcast. Her book is coming. Mm -hmm. Look her up, Asherita Choo Choo. And what's your website again? Asherita.com is where you just find general information about me, but the podcast and all that good stuff is prayersofrest.com. There you go. And if you can't write that down, you can also go to brianandjanelle.org and we'll connect you. Thank you, Asherita. Great, great thoughts and encouragement. Thank you so much for having me. Have a lovely morning. A few hours after this interview was recorded, I actually received the hard news that the release of the Prayers of Rest devotional has been delayed. It's not the publisher's fault. (laughs) There are shortages in the printing industry that I don't really understand. There's not enough pulp to go around to make paper because it's all being used to make cardboard boxes for our online shopping habits. (laughs) And um, I mean, I really struggled with it. Honestly, there were some tears and I know it's all going to be all right in the end. And in the grand scheme of things, it's not that big of a deal. But I've been planning around this January release for the past 18 months. (laughs) And my mind was spinning as I was trying to adjust to this news. And the irony is not lost on me that even as I was processing the the shock and the disappointment and the frustration, as I was grappling with these emotions, I just couldn't get over how appropriate it was that I'd spent these last three weeks recording prayers and interviews for each of these emotions I was feeling. (laughs) I mean, it's like I'd been practicing and preparing and learning how to pray for this very moment. So I talked to God about the delay of the release. And I'll be honest, my feelings didn't magically disappear. (laughs) But I did sense God's presence holding me and comforting me in even such a small loss. And then a friend showed up at my doorstep and she had this giant mum for my front porch just because. And I honestly felt, it felt like a gift from God because God sees us and he knows us and he cares about us even in the midst of the hard things. So I share this little story with you to remind you that I'm not the expert at handling hard emotions. I'm still learning how to process all these feelings we'll be talking about and praying through this season. But healing and hope and growth and transformation, I mean, it doesn't come from me. It comes from God's spirit at work in us. And that's my hope these next few weeks, these next few months, is that together, hand in hand, we would walk into God's presence each week, 
that we would fix our eyes on Jesus, who he himself is our high priest. He's the one who intercedes for us. And it's his spirit who groans with us when we don't have words. I just hope to help you start that conversation with him, even in the good times, so that when those hard times come, when we're struggling with those hard emotions, we will have practiced and we'll know how to be honest with God about those hard emotions. He's the one who takes the hard and makes something good. I've seen him do it in my own life just in these last 48 hours. And I know he'll do it in your life too. Honestly, I am so excited to hear your story of how God is working in your life. I can't wait to hear what he does in our listener community this season of the Prayers of Rest podcast as we pray through hard emotions together. We'll be back next week with our very first prayer of the season. We'll be praying through anxiety. Until we meet again, may you rest in God's loving presence.